listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Road trip! You say those two words and most dogs go into a tail-wagging frenzy or grab their leashes. But we're talking a road trip with, are you ready? Cats. Yes, I did say cats. Hmm. Are you as curious as, well, you know, then great, because here to reveal the details behind this coast-to-coast exploration of the feline mystique is my special guest, accomplished songwriter and lifelong cat fan, John Fulton. Hey, John, pause up, man. How are you? How you guys doing? John, you're meowless. You know, there's going to be a lot of bad puns on the show, so just hang on. Oh, there. boy, watch out. All right, in this February... going to be a perfect interview. Oh, yeah, baby, you got it, you got it. In February, John is hosting a six-episode special on Animal Planet called Must Love Cats. I'm really glad that John's on our show, and listeners, yes, real men do love cats. In fact, John Fulton is determined to prove America is a cat nation. He will explain more right after we take this commercial break. So, everybody, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm uh, delighted that our special guest today is John Fulton. He has championed the cause for cats ever since his childhood days, growing up with a feline friend named Kitty in the Boston area. John has combined his two passions, a love for cats and a love of music, and he's now become a musical mastermind. If you keep your paws crossed, Hopefully, John will share a couple of his favorite kitty ditties off his guitar. John's talents are being spotlighted in a new Animal Planet six-part special aptly called Must Love Cats. The show airs Saturdays at 8 p.m., that's Eastern and Pacific Time. 
In this show, you will see cats doing things such as stealing towels, guarding the Alamo, and playing, I guess maybe playing the piano? I'm not sure. And much more. Full rock band. Oh, a full rock band. Even yeah, not better. just piano on this show. Full on All rock right. band. I gotcha. And when it comes to television gigs, John, this one sounds like the cat's me. Wow. So, you got to give me an overview of the show, John. I mean, let's get it started. I mean, how in the heck did you get plucked to be the show's host? I know you love cats, but give us a little background on that. Well, first of all, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Arnon. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Absolutely. I got really lucky. I mean, that's how it started with me. I got very, very lucky. I was actually on a friend's audition reel. Oh, really? I was on the background playing guitar, and uh, and they saw me, and they they kind of thought maybe we can go in a musical direction with the show. I, you know, that's the funny thing is that the show didn't turn out the way I think it started. You know, I, I mean, there were a lot of ideas to how the show was going to be. It was always going to be a travel show, but with the music part of it, I think we all just got lucky, and there's so many neat situations for the songs to be written. But um, that's how I got the gig, and I went out and I auditioned in Boston, and I uh, went through a couple rounds of auditions. Just ended up getting really lucky. And then from there, that's when the real party began. We did about, uh, altogether, about 100 days on the road. I think wow. I did about 65 or 70 days straight. And we met so many amazing people who had so many different kinds of cats. I mean, you said a couple of them earlier. We met a cat that stole 500 items. That's in the first episode. I mean, we have video footage of a klepto cat. I mean, I, <laughs> done. That's it. Boom. Well, I mean, the interview is over. Do we have to say anything else? Caught you know, with, their, with, their, with their paws, huh? What kind of things did he or she, this cat, like to snag? Uh, the cat's name was Dusty, and it was a girl, and she stole towels, underwear, bras, <laughs> uh, umbrellas, 500 really? items. 500. These are pretty unusual items. I mean, I can see that, you know, this cat might be a Victoria's Secret, you know, marketer or something until you came to the yeah. word umbrella. Well, you know, yeah, cats don't always small, like but, Yeah, very strange. I know, I know. I think it's just a reminder of how much Dusty really loves her owners, but it is, uh, that was a strange one, and it took us a while to get footage of that, but we actually have the footage. I think people are going to really lose it when they see some of that footage. <laughs> Where did Dusty put her stuff? Did she have her little cat On the driveway. There? Oh, in the, the driveway. driveway. Oh, so she was very proud of her steals. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's in the same case where, you know, you see a lot of cats that bring back maybe uh, birds or, you know, mice, cats that are, are outdoors. I know, you know, depending on where you live, some people are a little weary of the outdoor cats. Right. But, you know, where she, where they were, this cat just pretty much stayed in the area, but for some reason was very good at stealing things and bringing them back. It was pretty uh, pretty funny. It was actually incredibly I, funny. Couldn't believe it. Do you think she was trying to start her own cat garage sale? I don't know. And just doing it one at a time? I do. I saw her counting 20s in the back, and I said, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah. But all right. So we've got Dusty. I don't want to give away everything. We want to just whet the appetite of our listeners so everybody's going to be loyal followers of the Must Love Cat Show on Animal Planet. Give me another thing that just had you just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Well, another one from the first episode. The first episode really does have so much stuff happening. And I drank uh, cat poo coffee, coffee that's made from cat poo. But it's not an actual <laughs> domestic cat. It's called a uh, Kopiluak. It's a civet. It's, it's a type of cat. But they cruise around the jungles, eat a regular Sumatra bean, and then the enzymes in their body actually make the coffee bean 
brighter and more bold, and <laughs> they sell those beans for, I hope you're sitting down, $400 yeah. a pound or $80 a cup. Oh, my God. All right. Don't tell me it tastes like chicken. What, what the heck did that No, cry? no, it, it doesn't taste like chicken. It's really extraordinary. You know, it was in a movie called The Bucket List. I know it's, it's kind of... Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's what, that, yeah, it's... Uh, it's great. It tastes very good. You don't have any sugar or anything with it. You actually have like dark chocolate and nuts with it. I mean, it's a really del- it's a real delicacy. It's not like Starbucks. When you look at a caffeine chart, it is well beyond that. The feeling is much different than you would if you had a little get up and go from a Starbucks coffee. Yeah. It is really. Uh, we were all in kind of in another world, but the, the, we drank too much of it, and then the come down was pretty serious. You had we quite were doing a interviews buzz, on the huh? street. <laughs> it's quite a buzz. It is. I gotta say, you drank cat pee, and and you did all right. I mean, this man I drink really cat loves poo. cats. Oh, cat poo! Excuse me. Um, I got my um bladder mixed up. But seriously, <laughs> this shows. This must prove to anybody who has any doubt. John Fulton loves cats. <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> now it's, I'm gonna uh, rummage around in my Murphy and Zeke's uh, litter box, maybe, and see if there's a good one to kind of process. Or should you tell me no? I'd probably tell you no because, unless you had a Kopi Luwak in your house. And then I would also tell you no because that cat belongs in the wild. So if it hasn't eaten all your furniture, then you're a very lucky person. <laughs> no, mine too but, are snoozing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we went all over. I mean, each each episode is a part of the country. I'd say there's probably about five to seven cities in each episode. You know, it's an hour long. It's six hours all together. So I think the first one is the West, the West Coast. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then we did the south, we did the midwest, we did uh, down, you know, southeast. So we did a lot of different areas. It wouldn't just be one state, you know, just be a, multiple areas. And we found some great stories, as you were highlighting before. And um, more than just the great stories of the cats, it was really great stories of these people. You know, they were really, really friendly, you know, and they, you know, everyone was just so excited about the show, which was great because... I've never been on TV before, and the show hadn't existed. I mean, it hasn't even been on. That's what's wild about this, Arden, is that no one's seen the show. And we already have over 3,000 followers on Facebook. People are very excited. I mean, you can see a little trailer, but I can tell you right now, I've seen all the episodes. Animal Planet and the production company that made it, Powderhouse, they did an exceptional job of making this just so organic. It really flows. I, that's what I love about this show is that it flows. It doesn't, it's not forced. It's right. not forced at all. It's a real free-flowing show. And another thing is it involves people all over the country. You know, I think that's what's really neat is that, you know, we've met all these people and they were so excited to have a show about cats. You know, I think that's the deal. I have two dogs and two cats in my household. I call them my furry fab four. And people go. will say, do you like cats or dogs better? And I'm like, please, it's not a choice. I think they each bring something to bring out the best in us. And I affectionately like to say that cats put the C in candid, the A in attitude, the T in tenacious, and the S in so what. And I don't know about you, but how would you sum up a cat to you? Because you've had a cat since the day little kitty was on your uh, chest taking a cat nap with you when you were growing up in Boston as a kid. What is it about cats with you? What's the connection you feel? What do they bring to you to make you a better person? That's a good question. First of all, they're not showing all their cards right off the bat, which I always liked. You know, I mean... It's kind of like those old school jazz musicians, which, you know, I studied classical and jazz back in school, and I always liked those type of people. You know, I think in some cases you want your pets to be kind of like people, you know, and it's not to say I love dogs. I think they're fantastic. But the, the thing I like about cats is that, 
you know, as I said, they really don't show all their cards, and they're very smart, and they're the timeline of the cats is amazing how long they've been around for. But, you know, you really have to earn it with them. I've sensitive ears, so the no barking thing is fantastic. And, uh, <laughs> but I really, I really like how they're hunters. I really like that part of it. And I like how a lot of cats don't lose their hunting instinct, even if they're inside after five, ten years. They still have that hunting instinct in them. And I think that, you know, that says a lot about an animal that's a hunter. You know, it's funny that cats might get a bad rap with cats and men, how cats are too soft or too cuddly to, for guys to like, or they belong to crazy cat ladies, which I don't even know what that means. But cats are really, to me, they match up with men because, you know, some men can be hunters and cats are too. So I, I really like that. I love, I love the different varieties of cats. You know, I mean, a lot of people have domestic short hairs, but you can have, you know, obviously different types of cats which have such different types of behavior. So, right. the, you know, and you can have, you know, the big Maine Coons and Gentle Giants, you know, the Burmas, all these different kind of cats that will have different kind of personalities. And the little Singapore, which is like fits in your hand, you know? Oh, yeah, it's the like, Singapores, yeah. You don't see those too much. Those are neat. And that's another thing on the show is I got to see some pretty rare cats that mm-hmm. you normally don't see. You know, I mean, as I said, a lot of people just see domestic short hairs. You know, it seemed like a Sphinx, like Sphinx kittens, you know, the, right. you know, the Mike Myers, the Austin Yeah, Powers. Mr. Bigglesworth, Mr. Biggles, wasn't it? that's what he's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are neat. And they're actually not hairless. But, you know, you say, like, you know, I'm on a mission to make this nation a cat nation. The work's kind of already done for me. There's more cats than dogs. There's actually a lot more cats than dogs. We are a cat nation. That's the thing, is that we already are to begin with. You know, I think that's why so many people will enjoy this show because there's so many people out there that have cats. A lot of people have two cats instead of one, as with a dog, you usually only have one. And, you know, cats also represent where we are. I don't want to say they represent where we are in America right now, but I would say for people's really busy lives, cats are perfect because you can go to work. I mean, you take care of them in the morning. You can go to work for, you know, a little while, come back, and they're going to be there to calm you down, but they're also going to be independent enough to be able to take care of themselves. I mean, right. I've heard stories of, you know, where I was growing up in northern Massachusetts, we did let our cat outside. And there are some cases where you wouldn't see Kitty, my cat, you wouldn't see her for a couple of days. She'd be out there doing her thing, and she was so smart, so smart. I think it's amazing that when you, like, when we got, when I got my two cats, they knew where to go in the litter. They only peed wrong once. I mean, that's wow. phenomenal, and it's unbelievable. I mean, I got that wrong, and I'm a, and I'm a human. <laughs> now you're you're referring to your new adopted kitties, Billy and Betty. Tell us a little bit about them. Billy and Betty, yes, the two new adopted. My girlfriend and I, it, they're at her house, and you know I'm there a lot, so we're taking care of them. They, you know, we thought they were Maine Coons. They're rescues. They were living in an alleyway, and we found them at a place called Kitty Bungalow. This woman named Sean. She's so nice, and they look like Maine Coons. Well, they, they look quite different, but one of them really looked Maine Coonish, and I really like those kind of cats. When I brought them to the vet, it turned out that they probably are not Maine Coons. They're probably more of domestic or the Norwegian okay. forest cat. Oh, well, know, there you, know, you go. Those yep. look pretty similar. So, yes. But we don't really care. I mean, they're, they're both really cute. They're pretty shy. I mean, they really are. They're, uh, they come out at certain times, but they are shy little cats. You know, you can tell that they had it tough early on. We got them as kittens, but still the first couple weeks of their life, we knew it was very difficult living in an alleyway. But they're great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had cats in a real long time because I was on the road for so long. 
but they're really fun. I mean, they're they're really personable, and I think every day is an, a, a new day for us to get closer to them. You know, and, as I said, um, a lot of times when I come home, uh, see, I, we got them at, uh, I think they're 14 weeks, 15 okay. weeks. They're still pretty much, they're still pretty much kittens. Yeah. Well, I think so. they're very lucky to land in uh, with you because, you know, you really have learned a lot on this tour with the uh, Must Love Cats show. Can you imagine? Those cats are like, wow, he gets us. So, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I have learned a lot. You know, I have, I have learned. You know, obviously, I, I liked cats growing up, but I didn't have this. I still have a lot more to learn, you know, but I did learn a lot being out there on the road. You know, I learned a lot mostly when I learn about the relationships between the cats and the people and what they did for them. I think okay. that's where you learn a lot. You know, I'll never forget. It was like the last day of shooting. I remember being pretty, pretty exhausted. And we were at the CFA Cat Show okay. in New Jersey. Yeah, let me interject then. For people that don't know, CFA stands for Cat Fancier Association. It is the largest, world's largest cat registry association. They do a lot of work for not only the purebreds, but also for house cats. They even have a section there. And the CFA folks do a lot to uh, let people know what cats are all about and the different breeds. So you went to like the Super Bowl of cat shows, I guess, CFA. I went to a real big one. I I did. I, I went to one of the biggest ones. I don't know if it was the real grand prize but it was monstrous and you explained it well right there that it's a whole nother that's a whole nother world with showing cats and cats that are show cats and show cats are different types of cats altogether because believe it or not they're actually quite comfortable with being shown you know these judges will pick them up and swing them around and at first glance <laughs> it looks like whoa what's going on but here's the thing. fly time <laughs> and i said this before if they didn't like it they would run away I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's as simple as that. If the cats didn't like it, they would scratch you and run away. But these cats actually really like it. But I remember the cameras were all off, and I was looking at this woman, and her cat, I forget i forget what kind of cat it was. It won a prize. It won, it won a prize at the end of the day. It was a big prize. It won, like, you know, kitten of the year or something like that, or mm-hmm. kitten of the day. And the cat comes back to her, and she just loses it, and she's just crying, crying, oh. crying. And I think at, in the beginning of the tour, I would have looked at that and been like, oh, come on. But now, when I realize how much cats do for people, or just animals do for people, like, I, like, we won't even, let's not stop at cats, let's talk about all kinds of animals for people in this country. They mean so much. And in a lot of cases, they mean everything. I mean, people, especially on the cat shows, I mean, they're going out there every week. I mean, it really was kind of this thing where they were traveling every single week to these different shows. Animals mean a lot to people in this country. And you oh, know, I think absolutely. when you leave this country and you go to different, uh, when you go to other countries and you see how some of these cats and dogs are treated, it's tough stuff. We, we really, really, this country is amazing and we really do put our paw forward to, to love them. <laughs> I like it. We are speaking with John Fulton. He is the host of a must-see new show on Animal Planet. It's called Must Love Cats. It kicks off in February. And we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, John's going to grab his guitar and play a couple of kitty ditties for us because it is a radio show, for gosh sakes. we got to have our ears have a little pleasure. So everybody sit, stay. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll tell you. 
take affection I reached a mention I need time I need love I crave attention Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Jen Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm happy that we have John Fulton on. He is a guy that really knows, digs, champions the causes of cats everywhere. He is the host of Must Love Cats on Animal Planet. And I want everybody to become Facebook page pals. Just go to Must Love Cats. And you can join, and you can learn more about the show by going to animalplanet.com slash mustlovecats. Hey, John, I heard a little strumming in the background, so you want to tell us what you're going to be able to play for us that's all about cats? Sure. I mean, first of all, I'll say what, where the songs come into place. I think a lot of people are quite, you know, they don't know where the songs come in. Okay. I ended up writing about uh, 35 songs for the show, including wow. the theme song. And, uh, well, it sounds a lot more impressive than it is. The songs are only 30 seconds long. So, you know, it, but I did some instrumentals for it and I wrote, as I said, a lot of these songs were really written, they were really easy to write because the people gave me so much inspiration for these songs. So that was really neat. So I'm trying to think of a couple that are fun. We talked earlier about the klepto cat. Dusty? Right there. So that one was pretty, pretty simple. It was like, uh, there's a kitty out on the street stealing your things. There's a kitty you're gonna meet And I'm gonna sing About a klepto cat Where is he at? Yeah, yeah, yeah Here we go, they're very quick <laughs> Well, what's the... That's good! Pause up! What's uh, What's the theme song? Can you play that? Yeah! That? I got it, Are that you? one's a little louder Oh Yeah, that one's like Yeah, you must love cats yeah, you must love cats. Yeah, you must love cats. And we do. And we do. And so do you. Ooh. My cats are giving a purr. They're purring like Mack trucks right now for you. <laughs> Hey, I wanted to tell you, I was, uh, I'm was i a ex-sports editor, so of course I was watching the Super Bowl, but I had DVR'd the Puppy Love Super Bowl on Animal Planet to watch after the Green Bay Packers eked by the Steelers. Yeah. And there at halftime was my next guest on my radio show, the one and only John Fulton with the Kitty Halftime Show. You looked pretty good, and those cats looked like they were having a ball messing up the field before the dogs took the second half. 
Yeah, they were having fun. I had a blast shooting that. That was really fun. We had a good time. They asked me to write a song just for the show. I wrote that for the halftime show. It was great. I mean, it was uh, the cats or dogs. I mean, they up close. They were just really, really cute. But I know the ref, Andrew. He is a real great guy. That whole crew there, it was a huge crew. I mean, I can't tell you how. I mean, when I was on the road, we had four people just on the road. That was it. Okay. And I walk into this puppy bowl, and there's at least 30, 40 people there. I mean, it is a big deal. And people really, they were really taking care of those animals very, very well. And it was a great experience. And, yeah, it was fun to see yesterday. I mean, it was, it was fun. I was, well, I, I just want to let you know, there's a lot of people that watch the Super Bowl, but they're also watching the Puppy Bowl. So I was excited that we had a little cat halftime show. So we had a little equal opportunity for our felines. Yeah, I mean, this. I feel like it gets bigger every single year. You know, I, I feel like people were really liking it this year. It got a lot of press, and it was uh, it was great. It was great to watch, and I felt really lucky to be part of it, and it was a great way to uh, push for Must Love Cats. And I, you know, I hope uh, I hope people watch the show. As I said, I think you know, even if you don't like cats, which we're telling you, you must love cats. We're forcing you <laughs> to must love cats. But even if you don't like cats, I think it really is American tale, if you will. You know, it's it's a tale of just a guy cruising around the country, just meeting great people all over this country. And it's not like I mean, there are parts of our country that are really bustling and really booming, but there's also parts of our country that are really hurting right now. And, right. and it was really uplifting to meet these people that had so much hope and all these animals that gave them hope when times weren't that easy, you know, when times were tough. So I think that really, you know, it's a reflection of, of us. And I, I had such a great time. I would love to get back on the road and do it all over again. I would love to go international. I would love to do this all over the country, all over the world. Well, we'd uh, love to have you do that. Stories. You're like the um, Charles Corralt of the feline world. You're really getting into America from the, the most popular pet, which is the cat, unless you count, I guess, fish. I think fish maybe outnumber cats. But of the pets that can actually, you know, walk, I think cats definitely are number one. And I love dogs, too. But you've touched upon some of the reasons that people dig cats. Let's talk a little bit about we have a pal in Indiana that we both know quite well. Let's talk about that segment on the show, Must Love Cats. Who was your special guest in your journeys across the country? Well, when we cruised to Muncie, Indiana, I met uh, Jim Davis and Garfield. All right. uh, You're from Indiana, right? Yeah, Crown Point, the place where Dillinger escaped from our jail using a bar of soap and black shoe polish. Really bright little (laughs) community. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Muncie, that was a great day. Jim Davis couldn't have been nicer, and what a compound he has over there. I mean, it's just, it's a great situation that he has set up, a great team that he has working for him. You know, Garfield is just such a part of this country. You know, I grew up with the Garfield. I mean, I think the Garfield, one of the Garfield books is one of the top 25 best-selling books of all time in, like, world history. I mean, you just forget how big the Garfield world is and he was fantastic and we got him not only to give an interview but he also drew uh, old school Garfield I mean he does a lot of computer stuff now that's what's interesting is that he's really embraced digital media and that's what I found interesting about Jim was that I mean he can be old school and we got him to do some really great old school drawings of Garfield Garfield through the years but he really has embraced uh, the digital world he does a lot of stuff on computers and that was really fantastic. But I set up an interview with actual Garfield. 
I really? interviewed Garfield. Yep. Did you get him in between bites of uh, lasagna or what? Uh, yes, he's not eating lasagna when he meets me, but I wrote a song for him, and I, uh, I interviewed Garfield for about two minutes. That was really fun, and I got a nice little, I got a nice, great drawing of me with Garfield. But it, that was a real special day. You know, I grew up with Jim Davis and loving him, as I said, so they were such a great crew. You forget how big Garfield is all around the world, where he sets up his meetings. He has every single piece of merchandise and memorabilia that Garfield's ever done. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's there's like cornflakes in Germany that are Garfield flakes. You know, I mean, there's like diapers in Mexico that are Garfield diapers. I mean, every single item you could ever think of, Garfield's on it. Oh, and my gosh. They're great products, and it's a great, you know, he's a great cat. And we actually met, Garfield was named after his grandfather. Right, and he was on he, our show earlier, and uh, so, yeah, you can talk a little about his grandpa. was a little grumpy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, if he was on your show, then you then you got the whole thing there. We actually met Normal. We met that cat. Normal's a oh. real cat. Normal is his cat. Garfield's named after his grandfather, and Normal, he never shows Normal. We got him to bring bring Normal out. Normal's a cranky oh. little cat. And, uh, yeah, so that, and it actually looks, because Normal, I think, only comes out on Garfield's birthday. I think uh, in the cartoons, but we actually got a special for a special request. We got him to bring bring Normal out. Oh my gosh! We're talking with John Fulton. He is the host of the Must Love Cats show. It's going to be a special six part episode airing on Animal Planet. It kicks off in February Saturday nights, but I'm sure you can noodle around. It'll play and play and play. And everybody, go to Must Love Cats the Facebook page. And just rally so that John can hit the road again next year for season two. Maybe go to Canada, eh? And some other places. What do you think, John? I would love to. I know there's a lot of good stories in Canada. I know there's some big cats up in Canada, which we could, that'd be a whole nother world. I would love to go to the kitty cafes in Japan. I'm a real big fan of that. I would love to meet the cat in England that takes the train to the aquarium. What? Tell me about this. I don't know this one. There's a cat, I think it was on Cats 101, we did not go there, but there's a cat that takes public transportation to see the zoo, to go to the zoo, not the aquarium, the zoo. Really? Like on his own. Was he got leopard envy or something, or he's got a sweet spot for a big tire? <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but it, he, he, he somehow does it. It, it. He gets on by himself. It's really phenomenal. <laughs> so I know there's a lot more stories out there, but we found, I'll tell you, we found some great ones, you know, and it's going to be a real challenge to get stories the like the ones we found. I mean, I think we're going to be able to find different ones, but I'll tell you, we found some real, some real great ones. Now, you went down to Key West. I used to live in South Florida, and in Key West, as everybody may know, Ernest Hemingway had a home there, and, and there's a lot of uh, polydactyl cats, the cats with lots of paws and toes. They have more toes than normal, but uh, there's some street performers, I guess, you've met, and Let's give an example to, to just debunk the notion that cats don't know how to do tricks or aren't talented. I mean, I just think that's fooey. But what did you discover at uh, Mallory Pier in Key West? Oh, good old Mallory, uh, Mallory Square there. Uh, Dominique. I mean, Dominique's a staple of Key West. He's been there for decades. He understands how to train cats. You know, I think the whole cat training thing, a lot of people... You know, I'll say what Dominique says. The cat has to choose you. You know, he picks the right cats. Um, okay. I think he likes minx, minx kittens or minx cats, the cats with no, no tail. He prefers those cats. But, I mean, he's trained them very, very well. I mean, they, I mean, some of them will, you know, run away from where he is, but a lot of them do exactly what he says, you know, three, four times a day. 
Uh, they all went through the hoop of fire. I know that. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, they all do the little course there. I mean, it, he's a legend. He's been there forever. Uh, I wrote a song for him. That was really fun. Uh, we did, um, well, I, I got to do the show with him. You know, these are big shows. People are coming off the boat, these giant cruise ships. So, you know, he'll get 100, 200 people just right there, you know, instantly. So he's a good guy, and the cats were uh, very fun. And I actually went to his house and met all his cats, and they are they are a trip. They are so fun. And the way he takes them there is amazing. He what stacks up all the... Well, he does it on a scooter, and he stacks up all the cat little boxes, you know, the cat houses for him to... The, the traveling cases. Right. He stacks about seven high, and he rides a scooter to his work. So I oh rode a God. scooter with him. We're almost near the end of our show. We're talking to John Fulton. He's the cool cat guy and the host of Must Love Cats. I want everybody to tune into this Animal Planet series that started in February. And he has literally gone coast to coast to find out some of the coolest cats in our country. And we're hoping we're going to root for him to be able to keep doing this each and every year and go global. John, before we uh, give you a pause goodbye, do you have another little kitty ditty you want to sign off on? Oh, sure. I was in Minnesota and we met a guy who spent $10,000 on his cat passageways up on through his house. And it was amazing. Wow. And I got to, yeah, it was phenomenal. You'll see, I, I don't know what episode number this is, but it was in Minnesota. The guy's name is Greg. And I got there and I didn't have a song for some reason. I, I just didn't have a song. Sometimes I really try, I don't like to force the songs. You know, it's one of these things if it's right, you know, sometimes I would write the songs on the spot. Sometimes I would write them during lunch, maybe the night before. But I didn't have one. And then he came to me and he said, hey, John, I know you write a lot of songs for these cats. I wrote lyrics. So he wrote lyrics, and then I just wrote the melody right there. Oh, and wow. That, this actually, yeah, and this actually ended up being one of my favorites. It's like, I love my fur kids. They're my family. Make my house feel like a home. They mean everything to me. I love my fur kids. They're my family. Make my house feel like a home and mean everything to me. Yeah! Yeah! Meow! That is great. I guess that's a dog term, so I guess we're going to have to say meowvelous. <laughs> <laughs> John, I'm really delighted that you could be a guest on our show. I want everybody to dash over and tune in to the Animal Planet Must Love Cats. Check them out on Facebook. I hope, John, once we post this show, that you can post it on your sites, too, so we can get a lot of mileage and get everybody to embrace this cat nation that we really are part of. Happy to be here and watch Must Love Cats on Saturday today on Animal Planet. It's going to be a great show great adventure and i think people are really gonna like it all right for my cat ziki and murphy to yours billy and betty um giving you all big purrs up give them some really good organic catnip and maybe some fresh fish and uh say it's uh, compliments of ziki and murphy okay you got it all right we've been talking to john fulton he is the host of must love cats and i really love his music he's very talented everybody tune in And at this time also, I want to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. He's enabled us to become not the 20th, not the 10th, but the number one pet podcast on the planet. So bravo to Mark. Everybody, 
Tune in to all the shows on Pet Life Radio. We have a great network of hosts, and we cover everything from snakes and dogs and birds and cats and oh my. So tune in to PetLifeRadio.com. Until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com.